0: Hey there, Goalgetter. I'm Monique Malcolm, your host, productivity expert, and coach. Are you ready to bid farewell to overwhelm and fear and start making some real strides in your life? Then buckle up because the Take Tiny Action podcast is the solution you've been waiting for. In each episode, we'll share actionable insights, personal stories, and arm you with the tools you need to tackle life's biggest challenges one tiny step at a time. Whether you're looking to achieve your career goals build healthier habits, or simply gain more peace of mind, we've got you covered. So grab a cozy drink, take a deep breath, and get ready to take the first steps towards a life you love. Welcome back to Take Tiny Action, the podcast that empowers you to take control of your life one tiny action at a time. I'm your host, Monique Malcolm, and today's episode is all about consistency. Because let's face it, we all have goals and aspirations. But sometimes it can be difficult to stick to them. We start with really great intentions, only to find ourselves struggling to maintain momentum. And this is where consistency comes in, because consistency is a key element in achieving success. Consistency is about showing up, doing the work, and making progress towards our goals, even when we don't feel like it. It's about developing the habit of showing up, even when we're not feeling motivated or inspired. In this episode, I'll talk about how to develop the habit of consistency, I'll discuss why it's important to be consistent, and how consistency can lead to long-term success. I'll also provide you with some practical tips on just developing those consistency muscles. So whether you're trying to build a new habit, start a new project, or achieve long-term goals, this episode is for you. I hope that by the end of the episode, you'll have a better understanding of what it means to be consistent and develop that habit in your life. So let's get started. So I want to get started by talking about why consistency matters, because consistency is one of the most important qualities we can develop in our lifetimes. Consistency refers to the quality of being reliable, steady, and persistent in behavior or action over time. Essentially, it's about doing something regularly and sticking to it. A really simple example of this is brushing our teeth. We learn that habit as a child And then it just becomes consistent throughout your lifetime. You get up in the morning, you know, you go in the bathroom, you brush your teeth. It's just something that you do and it's expected of you. When we're consistent, we can get better at things because we're practicing and repeating them. It helps us build good habits that keeps us on track with our goals. However, I understand that being consistent can be challenging for several reasons, One of the biggest challenges is that it requires discipline and self-control to stick to a routine or habit over time. That can be very challenging to maintain discipline because it's very easy to get tempted by distractions, procrastination, or other demands on our time and energy. And when we are trying to be consistent, we're going to find that we have setbacks. There's going to be obstacles that get in our way that make it difficult to stay on track. This can be so many different things, unexpected events, changes in our circumstances, new priorities that pop up. So there's just a lot of things that compete for our brain power, our attention, and that can get in the way of being consistent. Another reason consistency can be a challenge is that it takes time to see results. Raise your hand if you have decided at one point you were going to do something very specific And you got started and you didn't see any results in a week and you gave up. My hand is totally raised over here. Uh, When we are trying to be consistent, we have to learn to stick to a routine or a habit. And there are times and, and many examples of when it can take weeks or even months for us to see significant progress towards our goal. If you're somebody who's building a business, you know that it takes a very long time to start getting traction. This can be discouraging it can lead us to losing motivation or we just give up altogether. Despite these challenges though, being consistent in our actions and our behaviors can bring many benefits to our lives. One of the most significant benefits of being consistent is that we will achieve our goals. When we consistently work towards our goals, we build momentum and we see measurable progress over time. Whether we're working towards an academic goal, a personal goal or professional goal, Consistency is essential for making that progress. Consistency is also important for building good habits. Consistency helps us build positive habits that support our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And by repeating healthy behaviors, such as exercising, practicing mindfulness, journaling, we can create lasting habits that promote health and happiness. And these habits can be challenging to form when we get started, but once we've established them, they become easier to maintain. In addition to building good habits, consistency can also help us improve our skills. Consistent practice is necessary for improving skills in any area that we are attempting to level up, whether it's playing a musical instrument, learning a new language, or honing a professional skill. By practicing consistently, we can develop mastery in our chosen field. However, It's important to note that consistent practice doesn't mean practicing for hours on end every day. It just means setting aside a consistent amount of time each day or week to work on those skills. I think that it's really important that I point this out because most of the time when we hear the word consistent, we think this has to be done every single day. I hear it all the time online with working in my business and talking to other people and about their goals and whatever they have going on. They think to be consistent, they have to do something every single day. And that's not the case. When you are thinking about consistency, you need to think about what the goal is and then make a plan for doing that thing. It might have to be every day depending on what the goal is, but chances are it might be something that you only have to do two or three times a week. Maybe you only need to do it once a month. It really is about making a plan and then following the plan. That's what consistency is. And we expect people to show up consistently with the things that they said they plan to do. So that's something that you need to think about or really note and kind of sit with. Being consistent doesn't mean you have to do something every day unless that was the plan that you formed. One final benefit of consistency is that it helps to increase our self-discipline. Consistency requires discipline and self-control, which are essential skills for personal growth and development. So by practicing consistency, we can strengthen our self-discipline and become more resilient in the face of challenges. And when we're consistent, we're better able to weather setbacks and obstacles that come our way. So even though being consistent is a challenge, the benefits are well worth the effort. Okay, so now that I have sold you on the challenges and the benefits of consistent, you're probably wondering, okay, how do I get to be consistent? Or how do I start becoming consistent? Well, I'm so glad that you thought that and that you asked it mentally in your mind, because I'm going to tell you. Becoming consistent in your actions can feel very overwhelming at first. I'm not going to lie about that and just make it seem that you're just going to nail this out the park. Like when you do this the first time, you're not. But there are some very simple steps that you can take to get started that will help you start to strengthen those consistency muscles. And when you think about consistency, as you start trying to implement some consistent habits and routines in your life, I really want you to think about it being a muscle, a muscle that it's very weak. When you start out, that muscle is very weak. and can barely lift five pounds. But as you continue to practice and you continue to do it consistently, you will find that that muscle gets stronger. It goes from having the ability to lift five pounds to now it can do 10 pounds and 15 and 20 and so on. So I really want you to just Mentally get that image in your mind of like you flexing your muscles. You are consistently growing those muscles and getting stronger. So here are my five tips for being consistent. The first one is identify your goal. This is the very first step to becoming consistent because you want to identify what it is that you want to achieve. Ask yourself, what is important to you and why do you want to achieve it? This can be a number of things. This can be anything from I want to start exercising regularly to I want to consistently study for my test. I want to start practicing a new skill. I want to learn a foreign language. There's so many different things, but you need to have a very clear goal in mind. Write that goal down and put it somewhere visible so that you can remind yourself of it often. The second step is to break it down. So once you have that goal in your mind, Your next thing you're going to do is break it down into something smaller and more manageable. These are those tiny actions. These are those baby steps. You do this because this helps you avoid those feelings of overwhelm. It just makes it easier for you to take action. And when we are starting something new, it's very easy for fear to creep in. It's very easy for feelings of overwhelm to creep in. It's very easy to feel like we don't have motivation to keep going. So when we have these actions broken down into small, tiny steps, it's easier to execute on them. So for example, if your goal is to exercise regularly, break that down into smaller steps. This can be something like step one, let me find a gym. Step two, let me find a workout class at that gym. Step three, I'm going to set a schedule for how many times I'm going to go to this gym every week and I'm going to do these workouts. And then I'm going to Figure out a way to track my progress so I can see that I'm doing this thing consistently. It's so much easier for you to take action when the steps are so small and they just feel really insignificant. It's almost like tricking your brain because I have found personally, if my goal is to work out five days a week, my brain is just thinking like, oh my gosh, five days a week, that feels like a lot That's a lot of time. Do I have that? Like your brain just starts kind of going into overload of all the reasons why you shouldn't do this thing. You can't do this thing. You don't have time to do this thing. But when I tell my brain something like, go look online and figure out what time the next Peloton class is, there's not a lot of resistance there because it's such a small commitment. It's such a small task. My brain doesn't even really register it as a big deal. So that's what you want to think about when you're breaking it down into bite-sized tiny bits that you can consume and take action on over time. Your third step is to create a routine. Establish a routine that supports your goal. This is very important because guess what? Routines and habits are like the backbone of consistency. Once you have a routine going and you've gotten into the flow of doing it on a regular basis, your brain experiences so much less resistance to doing that thing and keeping the momentum going But it is a challenge to get there. So your first step before you even think about long-term about this routine, you need to make sure that whatever it is that you're saying you're going to do, you are specific about the time and place that it's happening. You can't just say, I'm going to start regularly exercising and then think that magically you're going to find time to do it. Magically, you're going to remember to do it. No, you need to figure out what time am I going to do this workout? What place am I going to do this workout? What kind of workout am I going to do? And you want to try to stick to this routine as much as possible to build up that consistency. It can be very helpful for you to schedule your workouts on a calendar, use a reminder app on your phone, use a planner, whatever you need, some kind of alarm system. But you want to make sure that whatever it is that you are trying to develop consistency around you put some good supportive structures in place to help prompt you to do that thing at the time you said you're going to do it. My fourth tip is to start small. You already know I'm all about taking tiny action over here. So begin with a small achievable action that you can easily fit into your routine. This is going to help you build momentum and make progress towards your goal. And momentum is important because in the beginning, I've already said this, you're going to be feeling resistance when you are trying to develop your new consistent routine. You're trying to flex those consistency muscles. There's a lot of resistance there. But if you do it today, you do it on your next time that you said you're going to do it, you keep doing it. After a while, momentum starts to shift and momentum starts to take over. And I don't know if you've ever ridden on like a skateboard. The first couple of like push off with your feet you feel the resistance, the resistance on the the bottom of the skateboard wheels. You're not going that fast. But as you continue to keep pushing and pushing, pushing, momentum builds. And now the skateboard is going down the street by itself. You are going down the street by itself. The same thing happens on your bicycle. Same thing happens with roller skates. So just in case you've never ridden a skateboard before, that momentum builds. And then you don't actually have to make so much effort or put in so much effort to continue rolling down the street or continue riding down the street. The same thing starts with starting small. You just pick a small action and you start doing it. And then over time you feel that momentum shift and you'll start doing it more naturally. You'll start doing it more readily. And you can do this with so many different things. An example of this is like, if you have a goal to read more, a lot of people have like book goals that they wanna read every year. Start by reading 10 minutes a day. That's all you need. And gradually increase that time as you get more into the habit of reading every day. So you're going to start at 10 minutes. Maybe next week you're going to do 11. Maybe the following week you're going to do 12. But just keep on increasing that time until you become more comfortable and more used to doing that at a a specific time as a part of your routine. My last tip is to celebrate progress. And this is one of the things that we really overlook because we're so focused on, okay, this is what the goal is and I have to meet the goal. Don't worry about so much about the goal. Recognize and celebrate your progress no matter how small that progress is. This helps you stay motivated. This helps you continue building momentum towards that goal. And celebrating those small victories doesn't have to be a huge production. It can be as simple as acknowledging your progress in your journal giving yourself a gold star sticker on your calendar to mark that you did this thing another day. It could be telling a friend about it. It doesn't have to be a huge to-do, but you need to acknowledge and recognize the progress that you're making, even in the beginning when that progress is really, really small. Acknowledging that small bit of progress, that releases those feel-good chemicals in your brain, the serotonin, the dopamine, and those are the chemicals that are behind motivation and making us feel happy, making us feel good about the things we did. So don't just skip over the fact that you read the 10 minutes today. Celebrate yourself. Pat yourself on the back. Tell your your best friend or your spouse or your whoever. Tell your dog. I read 10 minutes today and feel good about that and acknowledge that moment because that it adds up over time. It's not just a one and done. I promise you you'll you'll find that it's so much easier to be motivated and stick to the things that you said you're going to do. So really quickly to recap, five tips for being consistent. Identify the goal, break it down, create a routine for it, start small and celebrate your progress. So those are your five things that you need to do to start practicing consistency and building up that consistency muscle. Okay, so I hate to say it, but this is just not going to be peaches and cream, okay? There's going to be some obstacles and... The good thing is a lot of us experience these same obstacles. So they're not just something that is just you. I don't know if that makes you feel better, but it makes me feel better when I realize I'm not the only person struggling with this. Other people are having this problem too. So a few obstacles that you may see that come up over time is feeling like you don't have enough time. This is a big one. We all feel the time pressure at some point. Many of us have busy schedules with work, We have family, we have other commitments, and that can make it challenging to find time for consistent action towards our goals. Another thing is lack of motivation. It's easy to feel excited and energized when we're first starting our goals, but over time, that motivation can wane and that makes it harder to stay consistent. Distractions. This is a big one because in today's fast-paced, technology-focused world, there are distractions everywhere. From social media to email to endless to-do lists, these distractions can make it challenging to stay focused and consistent, leading us to lose momentum towards our goals. Another very common obstacle that can get in the way of being consistent is procrastination. Putting off tasks until the last minute makes it very challenging to stay on track towards your goals. Trust me when I tell you I have lived that life. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, the final obstacle that many people face is a fear of failure. You should have known fear was going to creep its way into, here, into this discussion because it almost always does. A fear of failure can make it difficult to be consistent because when we're afraid of failing, we may avoid taking action towards our goals, which can lead to lack of consistency over time. So yes, there are going to be challenges that get in the way, but at the same time, there are ways that you can overcome these obstacles and still develop those consistency muscles. It's very important for you to develop strategies that work for you. A few ideas that I have that I think everyone can benefit from is time blocking. If you set aside specific times of the day or week to work towards your goals, you one, have prioritized those tasks and made them important so you put them on your schedule. This gives you dedicated time to work on them. If we try to keep with this idea of like, I'll just find time to do what my my goal when I have time or I'll find time to do this thing, you will quickly realize that you never find time because there's always something that is fighting or trying to take up your time. So by having a specific time blocked off, you just know that you prioritize that thing that you said that was important for you and now you have time to do it. Really, the hard part is the follow through and actually doing it at the time that you set. Some things that you can use are some tools you can think about. Calendars are great for this. To-do lists are great for this. Productivity apps that help us stay organized or help make sure that we did something on a consistent basis are great ways to stay organized and utilize a time blocking system. Another thing that you can do is find an accountability partner. Find someone who shares similar goals and values and commitment and commit to each other to check in on a regular basis. This can help you stay motivated and accountable and you'll have that support. You'll have somebody that's encouraging you and in turn, you can encourage them along the way. This became super clutch when I was writing my book. Uh, From early on, I learned that there was a woman who didn't live very far from me. She lived about 45 minutes away and we would meet up. We would meet up to co-work, we would go to coffee shops, we would go to restaurants with our laptops, and we would commit to working together. Sometimes we would do it virtually and just do like a, a Zoom call and work virtually. We would text and check in with each other to see what kind of progress we made. We would share resources. And it was so wonderful to get to the end of the book process and have somebody that I could celebrate with because they were in the trenches with me doing that thing as well. So I could celebrate her book, she can celebrate my book. It was such a great experience. So I definitely think an accountability partner is a worthwhile investment. Uh, Also setting boundaries. Identify the distractions or the activities that tend to derail your progress and set some boundaries around avoiding them. Now here is something that I wanna tell you about setting boundaries when it comes to like technology distractions. I don't like to use my willpower to try to stop myself from doing something that technology can do for me. So I love the Freedom app. I think the website is freedom.2. and it's, I think it's just the Freedom app in like the app stores, but it's great. It works on your phone. It works on your computer. It works on your iPad. It's like one app to rule them, rule them all. And it is great for blocking things. Um, I've got it to the point where I have it block my internet, certain websites and certain apps, certain times of day. So that way I don't actually have to use my brain power to stop myself from going to Instagram or to stop myself from checking my email. I set a schedule. If I want to have a distraction-free morning, I set a, I set a time the night before so that it's blocking certain things. So in the morning time, if I pick up my phone, it's like, up. Oh, you can't even get on those websites because they're blocked. So this is one of those times where I say, you have to use technology to your advantage. We have so much great technology, use it. Don't just let it suck like your soul away into (laughs) Instagram and TikTok land. You don't have to do that. So, I mean, this can be so many things. This can be turning off notifications on your phone during work hours. It can be putting your phone in a separate room um, at nighttime so that you're not scrolling right before bed. And it doesn't even have to just be only tech things. There's so many different places that you can set boundaries to help you develop your consistency. You can say no to social invitations at work, especially if they're ones that eat away at the time that you need to do something that's very important to you. So setting boundaries is not just for relationships. It's for building consistency as well. One final thing that I want to know. It is not necessarily an obstacle, but I want to encourage you to avoid the all or nothing mentality. It's really important that you be kind to yourself if you want to keep up the momentum. Self-compassion is key. It's a key skill. It's something that you need to learn and embrace because it allows us to approach our progress with kindness and understanding. We all make mistakes, so it's important not to beat yourself up over them. So instead of seeing yourself backsliding or not being as consistent as you would like, Don't take that as an opportunity to beat yourself up and tell yourself that you're a terrible person you never followed through. Take that as an opportunity to learn and grow. Treat yourself like you would your best friend who's going through a tough time because that is what self-compassion is really all about. So cut yourself some slack and be kind. You deserve to have a break, especially if you need it and you don't have to push yourself to the point of burnout. So the all or nothing mentality can be a, a real drain. It can be a buzzkill because when you think in terms of black and white, either I was consistent or I was not, it's easy to give up when you hit a bump in the road. And that's a recipe for stopping and starting, stopping and starting. Instead, focus on building those sweet consistency muscles over time. So let's not beat ourselves up and just give into that all or nothing thinking or mentality. Instead, let's focus on progress, not perfection, and celebrate your small victories. celebrate your small wins, and recognize the effort that you put in, even if it's a tiny one. So don't just fixate on what you have yet to achieve, because that's not fair. That's not giving you space to revel in like all the progress that you did make, because you have to think about it. At one point, you started from zero, and now maybe you're at 10. You might not be quite to 100, but that doesn't matter. That zero to 10 is progress and you should celebrate that. And also don't forget to have realistic expectations and be flexible when things don't go as planned because that's just a part of life, friend, okay? And we have to embrace it instead of just being so hard on ourselves and beating ourselves up about how far we have left to go instead of thinking about how far we've come so far. All right, so let's recap really quick. It's very important to be consistent. Why? Because consistency is the key to having success and reaching our full potential in life. And if you really want to achieve your goals and you want to experience long-term success, you have to learn to be consistent. That is how you're going to win. You want to reach the peak of who you can be as a person and fully evolve into the person that you're going to be. You have to be consistent in some things. And so you get to choose which things you want to be consistent in, but you can't, get rid of consistency. You kind of just have to do it. There are a lot of different things that you can do to start flexing those consistency muscles, but some simple first steps are to identify your goal. Break it down, create a routine, start small and celebrate any and all progress. And then lastly, you're gonna come up to some obstacles. There are so many, and I only covered a small handful of them, but just be mindful of those obstacles getting your way and figure out what works best for you. Are you someone who needs a planner or a calendar to help you remind you of things? Do you need accountability? Do you need better boundaries? There's so many different strategies that you can play with to kind of see what works best for you and what doesn't. But just commit to doing a thing or two and see how it goes. And that brings me to your tiny action for this episode. So I try to make these really short, really actionable, something you can do in 30 minutes or less. So here's what I want you to try. I want you to try to choose a habit to start building consistency around. So here it is. Choose a simple daily habit. It can be anything, but start with something small, something simple that you can incorporate into your daily routine. For example, drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning or reading for 15 minutes or going for a 10 minute walk. The next thing that I want you to do is to schedule that habit. Pull out your calendar, pull out your planner, and make time in your day to do that thing. Make sure that you're choosing a time of day that you're most likely to complete your habit. So if you want to start reading 15 minutes every day, you may need to schedule that early in the morning before you start your day, or maybe at night before you go to bed. The key here is to make sure that you put time on your schedule or your calendar to do your habit. Then you're going to set a reminder because I want to ensure that you don't forget to do this habit. So you can put it in your phone, set a reminder there, put it in your your calendar, on your computer. However you want to do it, use sticky notes as a visual cue or reminder. Just create some type of reminder for yourself and then you need to track your progress. So you can use an app, you can do it on paper, you can write X's on your calendar. I want you to aim to do this for one week. So seven days. And then let me know how it goes. You can uh, send me a message on Instagram. I'm there a lot at Take Tiny Action. You can even email me if you like. Hello at Take Tiny Action. I would love to hear how this is going for you. But that is all I have for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. And if you found value in this episode, please share it with a friend or screenshot it and tag me online. And if you're ready to dive deeper into this journey of personal growth and success, I would love to have you join my weekly newsletter, Take Tiny Action Weekly. You can find that over at taketinyaction.com backslash newsletter. And until next time, stay motivated and keep taking those tiny actions daily.